So uh, Jesus is, is the series that we're doing. Uh, so if you want to open your Bibles to Matthew 5, a lot of you are probably already there. Uh, we've had a challenge to read the red letters uh, as a church, just continue to read those red letters wherever you can find them in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Uh, as you're going through, actually a little bit of Acts little right at the beginning, Acts, uh, you know, as you're looking for those red letters and, and reading the Bible and, and just seeing what he has to go do. And we've been talking about, you know, Jesus is healer, Jesus is love, uh, Jesus <laughs> is provider, Jesus is risen, you know, we did on Easter, Jesus is the truth, Jesus is the way. Um, and I really had a sense that today we want to talk about Jesus is the restorer. Jesus is the restorer. And you cannot help but read through these red letters and just look at time after time mm -hmm. after time mm -hmm. after time that Jesus is restoring something. Mm -hmm. He is constantly, like you said, when he was out ministering, he was restoring. Mm -hmm. He was restoring blind eyes. Mm -hmm. He was restoring deaf ears. Mm -hmm. He was restoring, you know, those who were at, uh, uh, who were, um, crippled. He was restoring those who had leprosy. He was restoring their skin. He was restoring relationships. He was restoring diseases, you know, getting them back uh, to health and to wholeness. He was restoring life to people, seeing people like Lazarus raised from the dead. He continued to restore and to restore and to restore. And I think what I want to point out today, what I want to talk about today uh, in Matthew 5, and we're going to go to verse 38, Matthew 5, I want to start at verse 3, which is right where we left off. I'm like, Lord, what are you showing us here? What are you showing? And you start flipping the Bible pages, and Jesus just keeps doing miracle after miracle of restoration, 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 restoration. And ultimately, on the cross, he made this complete restoration for our ability to have a relationship right. with God the Father. Right. He ultimately, through all these teachings and all these healings, ultimately it all leads to the cross and all leads to the ultimate restoration of our lives to God the Father. Mm -hmm. And I just want us to remember that today, want us to reflect on that today. And then Jesus will be again the restorer of all things. Mm -hmm. And so he is coming back. And we don't know the exact day, and I know you read the Bible. But and we will and know. That, but we will know the generation we will know that the time frame and when stuff starts going we down specifically yeah. that's in the Bible, you know, when the temple was rebuilt in Jerusalem and things start happening and the abomination and desec desolation. desolation, you know, starts happening. We see that, man, you can get out your Google calendar and we can start seeing things are happening. So there will be stuff that's coming that we will know the act. I mean, you may not know the exact day or hour. Okay. But we're going to know the season and this yeah. generation that it's going to happen. There's some things that haven't happened yet. Mm -hmm. For us to, you know, to stand here and say that we're in the last seven years or in the tribulation or whatever, we know, we know that there are some things that haven't actually happened yet. But, however, I do want to say that he will come back someday and he will restore and we will have a thousand year reign on earth and it is going to be exciting. He is the ultimate healer, provider, and there's going to be such joy. And I'll tell you what the Lord was just speaking to me on is he tells us to focus on today mm -hmm. and not worry about tomorrow. In fact, I think that's, you know, in Matthew 6, the next chapter, uh, to, to focus on and not worry about tomorrow, but to also keep our eyes on this eternity, also keep our on eyes on that hope of his coming and all the things that he we're going so through, many so many things, my kingdom's coming, you know, so many things that we keep our eyes up here and thinking about Jesus and his return and his reign on this earth. It makes the things that we're worried about tomorrow start to seem not quite as difficult yeah. and we keep our eyes focused on today. So it's almost like we focus on today and we focus on his coming. Then all the stuff that's going to happen between after today and his coming, we're not to worry about. We're not to get too worked up about, yes, we need to plan and yes, we need to do some things, uh, but we need to focus on that. And so it's almost like, well, Lord, then what do we focus on? If you're the restorer 
and we're not the restorer. Mm -hmm. And we're not the ones who are trying to, trying to make restoration in our own life. And you're the one doing what do What should we do? How should we be living and acting? And so Matthew 5, verse 38. So I found this very interesting. As Jesus is teaching us, he begins talking about going the second mile. He's talking about loving our enemies. He's talking about actually getting in. And you know what? Be the opposite of trying to be the restorer of things and just love and just love where you are, love who's around you, love those who persecute you and just go the extra mile and do for others as you want them to do for you. It's like this whole in the moment, like in right the moment, in like right in front of you in the moment as we're living by this day. So Jesus is the restorer of all things, of, of the all big things, the big picture. So put your hope in that, put your trust in that. Don't worry about anything else. And at the same time, what happens? How do we live this day? Is then we just have to show love. We have to be loved. So I want to read these scriptures to you, these two passages, and just talk through them a little bit. So Matthew 5, verse 38. It says, You have heard that it was said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I tell you not to resist an evil person. So a quick note here. Like, you know, resist. Look, we need to resist sin. It says we need to resist the devil and the enemy. What this is saying is do not resist an evil person. What, like, what are you talking about? What does that mean, an evil person? And to me, it's someone who is not after God's own heart. This is, you know, the battle's not against flesh and blood. Like, all these scriptures begin to teach us collectively, right? Any scripture in context, you have to put it in the context and then see how the other scriptures support it. And what he's talking about here is those who don't have that same heart of God. It says don't resist that person. Don't alienate that person. We need to love that person. No matter, it's even some of the actions that make you just want to, right? You know, the eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. That's a lot of times our first reaction, right? Some of our kids do that first reaction. Look, you know, one kid will hit the other one and the next one gives the elbow back to the other one. Like, whoa, whoa, you know? It's this whole sense of retaliation. Right. It's a sense of retaliation. It says, but whoever slaps you on the right cheek, turn to him also. Turn the other one to him also. Like, I almost just like, wow, what is Jesus talking about? Like, really, if someone's going to slap me, you know, I'm supposed to just like take a step back and like, okay, slap the other, other cheek. You better preach this good because you know? I'd like to know. <laughs> and so I start saying like, oh my gosh. So I believe what the Lord's trying to tell us is that this, this sense of retaliation, this immediate retaliation, anytime somebody comes against us, mm -hmm. we immediately put up the wall of defense and we just start trying to restore who we are, restore, you know, so what it is that they try to break down or what it is that they try to come after. We begin trying to restore. What Jesus tells us is like, I'm the great restorer. Let me restore your reputation. Let me restore. So is he saying these don't things, be afraid you know? to lose? Yeah, don't don't, don't be, be afraid, afraid to lose things. Yeah, don't be afraid. I mean, to be able to sit back and say, you know what, Lord? Have your way in this relationship. Have your way in these things and what's going on. So he's saying, if anyone wants to sue you, take away your tunic. Let him have your cloak also. And whoever can, yeah, it's like, hey, not only take this, but, you know, I'll give you the undershirt as well, right? And whoever compels you to go one mile, go with him too. Yeah. Give to him who asks you. And from him who wants to borrow, do not turn away. And so this whole thing, this eye for an eye, like that's usually our first reaction. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? I'm going to get back at that person. I'm going to get back at them. I can't believe they okay. did that to me. So that's one you know? thing. Retaliation right. is one thing. Right. But I'm sitting here, I'm going, oh, because justice is another. Yep. And so right. there are, there's like this, there's this type of person, hello, who's just like, <laughs> right. feels like you need to expose evil. You right. need to, you need to fight. You need right. to, you know, expose it and sure. resist. But sure. we're such a good pair because... There you are, always, yeah. you always, I see the evil, but I also tend to, to want to, I see the person mm. and you always separate it out for me and say, yeah. it's not them. We have, you know what I mean? Right. And 
together we just make this really good pair. But it, so it's not just <clears throat> retaliation. Like you hit me, now I'm gonna pummel you. Right. It's more like there's a there's a bigger thing that I think some people <clears throat> struggle with, which is sure. justice. Sure. You know. And there there is a time for there's a time to speak out. Time but justice, justice belongs to the Lord. Vengeance he, belongs. To the vengeance Lord. belongs right. to the Lord. I, I in fact, that. we're gonna get to that scripture here in just a minute. Uh, so it, to me, this is all about you know saying, hey, do I let somebody walk all over me? No. No. No, you don't. This doesn't mean, abuse. you know, abusive relationship. Well, I guess I should just let this person continue to abuse me. No, no this is not what Jesus no. is talking about. Not talking about covenant. This is not talking about relationship. This is not talking about a marriage relationship. No. This is talking about someone who is not following God's own heart and is coming against you. What is our response to that? What is our initial response? And it really is to be taking a pause and praying, praying for that person. Uh, you know, we use a story all the time or, you know, something that I've tried to live by is you have to tell yourself a story. So many times you have to tell yourself a story. So, you know, a simple example, someone cuts you off in traffic and they're, they're driving real fast and they're absolutely acting like a lunatic. They just put your family in danger. Put my family in danger. And I need to go, I need to go tell that person what's going on and what that is. And I, every time something like that happens is I try to tell myself a story. I don't know what that person just went through. I don't know if that person's rushing to the hospital because their son or daughter is on a deathbed and they just got a call. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what the story is. And it, it may not be any of that. But I'm going to err on the side of saying, you know what, there's something that might be going on probably. For that person to react that way in general, right. there's something going on in their life. And I need to not take vengeance on my own right. and try to come back after that. I let pray for them and let Jesus. You draw yourself Jesus into mercy. Right. You draw yourself into erring on the side of grace, mm. erring on the side of mercy. This was a huge. This was something huge that he taught me. Yeah. And it helped me immediately and right away. Right. It, and I was always caught up on the truth, like what's true, what's true. You know that real yeah. black and white. Um, justice and truth thing. Right. And um, you help me to know, like the story you tell yourself might not be true, mm. but you're leading yourself into loving. Right. And, when, <clears throat> and, and that's the most important thing. And I think, you know, Jesus, Jesus was love. We talked about Jesus love. God is love. And, you know, I think even on, we have to be careful, even in social media, right? There's this, uh, there's this escalation that happens when you know somebody comes after us or a stance or a point and then we respond and and you watch like this back fray. and forth of you know you could you could read for like 25 minutes just two people going back and forth they probably don't even know each other they probably never even met each other right. and neither of them are going to convince the other one right. of their point and yep. so it's just like I'm looking at these people wasting their time and saying Jesus is the restorer pray for that person let Jesus take over this situation you at this point are not going to convince them them right. by your words or what you say or something like that is it's gone too far yeah. uh so and i really think that that response of allowing jesus to be restored and allowing jesus and to turn the other cheek this this proverbial turn the other cheek it's not normal to the world right. it's not normal and, and jesus is calling us to not, not be normal, normal to me to, to not growing. be normal yeah <laughs> and there are times where we have to expose there are times right. speaking the truth in what in love in love the truth always has to be spoken in love True. The truth has to come to somebody one-on-one. -on -one. There are ways to do it. The, the Bible outlines all kinds of ways to bring that truth to somebody. And it's typically not in a reactionary way. Uh, we, let, we have to let Jesus uh, being, uh, be our restorer. Yeah. And we have to let peace and love win. You know, I talked about Romans 12. Uh, if you want to turn to Romans 12, 17 real quick, and then we'll come back to Matthew. Uh, you don't have to turn there if you don't want because I'll read it. But it says, repay, Romans 12, 17, repay no one evil for evil. Have regard for good things in the sight of all men. If at all possible, as much as it depends on you, live peaceably 
with all men. So look at that. If at all possible, if this is possible, there are situations where you have to have self-defense, right? This is what this is saying is like, okay, you're not going to stay in the corner and let somebody like completely destroy you physically. Or your home or your family. Your home or your family. Okay. It's not like, oh yeah, come on in and have, you know, have whatever you want in my house. Right? So if at all, if it's possible for you to be like, you know what, I'm going to respond in love with this as much as depends on you live peaceably with all men. I love that if possible. And that says in verse 19, beloved, do not avenge yourselves. Do not avenge yourselves, but rather give place to, to wrath. For it is written, vengeance is mine. I will repay, says the Lord. I will repay. So the Lord says, you know what? I will restore. I will take, you know what was lost, what somebody took from you? Mm-hmm. I will restore. It may not be through that person who stole from you mm-hmm. or took from you right. or tried to do something to you. Right. He restores in ways that we don't even immeasurably more than we could ask right. or imagine. And if we don't try to take that vengeance on ourselves, if we don't try to get that restoration on our, by ourselves and, you know, by, and not using the Holy Spirit to help lead us and guide us, yeah. then he, we actually block the path of his restoration that he wants to go do yeah. for us. Because it's saying, it's, he's saying, hey, vengeance is mine, says the Lord. Yeah. And so it says in verse 20, Therefore, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he's thirsty, give him a drink. For in doing so, you heap coals of fire on his head. So those who are like, like you know what? Hey, if you show them love, an honest love, in truthful love, and you can lay that, lay that down and love that person, God does the work. He takes care of the vengeance. He takes care of the restoration. He ends up doing those things that need to be done. And then verse 21 says, do not, overcome, uh, do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. So we need, to, we need to keep that in mind as we're walking through these times, as we're coming out of these times, as we're living our lives. Understand that Jesus is our ultimate restorer. I also think we are given one to another um, mm. as that, that scripture, as much as you are able. We went through a situation where money was being withheld from us that mm. was ours. And it was money that was earned through the work of my hands mm. within our home. And, and it, was, it was being withheld from us. And I, I just looked at him and I said, I can't, I can't, I can't walk through this. I know, like, I, I can't touch it. I mm. can't be near it. Um, and so it was, I battled through that, even though I didn't, I needed him to be the person who interacted in order to, um, make the situation, to settle the situation. And I still at night, he would fall asleep. He would fall asleep snoring (laughs) over there. And I would be laying there trying to fall asleep, fighting with people in my head. And the way, I mean, I had to, for a very short amount of time, but that's how it would start. And I would Take it down and say, no, the Lord fights for me. Father, I trust you. Mm. I trust you. And even if I don't get, even if the work of my hands is stolen by ungodly people, mm. I will trust in you. And it was that, that, I mean, I grew by leaps and bounds. But what, what helped me to get in that place where mm. I could grow was knowing myself in the beginning of yeah. that situation and not saying, okay, I'm going to do this and I'm going to, I wouldn't. I just wasn't mm. there yet. And I recognized I wasn't ready to walk that walk on the front line mm. of love. And so I sent in this guy. So you would go in your prayer walks in the morning yeah. and you would do battle too. <clears throat> yeah. To love and right. to not get out of love right. to, to settle that situation. Right. We grew. We did. We, we both grew separately. But All those situations are opportunities for growth. They are. Really, they I, are. I'm not a fan. I'm not <sighs> a fan of those situations. Yeah. But we do. I mean, we've grown. <laughs> for sure. We've grown, but by doing it together. So, you know, I'm not ashamed of Mm. the fact that this guy is farther along in his love walk than me. Mm. You know, I'm just not because it 
it doesn't benefit. There's no there's right. no benefit in being ashamed of it. I am um, growing, and he's teaching me. And I'm, I learn from so many people. Um, I learn from everyone. I learn from right. everyone. I right. watch my children. I learn from them. Right. And I'm always seeking to let God right. kind of grow me. And I know in those moments when I'm re- when it really hurts, when I really want to. Um, I used to always want to defend the Lord. Mm. Like if ever, if someone would say something against the Lord, I would get into it. And this mm. is just my family. Yeah. And the Lord a long time ago released me from that and said, you are not, you are not my defender. Mm. I am not God's defender. He mm. does not need me to defend mm. his name or his word. I don't right. have to defend him. Mm. I am to live it and right. be an example. Right. Um, and I remember freeing my sister from that. She'd go to like family gatherings and have like one person who <laughs> knew how to get her. Right. And they would just they would just hook her so easily. Mm. And I remember saying, "Girl, you know, let me tell you how I got free." And it's <laughs> right. just that mm. you you can be at peace and you can love that person, and mm. that is mm. how you will win them. That's Amen. how you defend the Amen. Lord. That's how you defend God Amen. is by walking out in love. Amen. Oy. Amen. Okay. So to wrap up this chapter here in verse 43, it says, Have you heard that it was said, You shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy? But I say to you, so this is like you heard this in the past, just like you heard an eye for an eye, mm-hmm. tooth for a tooth. But I say to you, love your enemies, bless those who curse. Look, he's given like a little formula. Like I love formulas. Yes, you do. You know, I know not every formula works in every situation. I get that. You know, uh, there's God's, God's at work and he's working. But look what he said. But I said, you love your enemies, bless those who curse you, do good to those who hate you, and pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you. Oh. Holy cow. We are to love. We are to bless we are to do good and we are to pray for those people who have come against us, who are you know, speaking out against us or whatever it might be. And it looks different for each person. You know, well, who is this person who's coming against me? And every person, it's different. You know, different circles that you're in, uh, different places that you're in. I always right? want to turn to the Psalms where David is like, smite my enemy, <laughs> oh God. Uh, yeah, like, right. that's always where I want to go, right, but right. I don't. You have to, you yep, have to yep, live yep, in the yep, right yep, words. Yep. And so, you know, if you look at all that, so he's calling us to love. Just, he's calling you feel us me right to, now, don't He's you? calling to bless. He's calling to do good and, and pray. <laughs> Uh, and in what you know what this is what our life has to look like. But look at the promise in the very next verse in verse forty five. That you may be sons of your father in heaven. Yes. Wow. Do these things so you can be sons, so he can yep. call you a son and daughter right. of his. Yep. So what do we do? We have to love, we have to bless, we have to do good, and we have to pray for those who come against us. That is our very first response yeah. against government officials who aren't deciding the way we want them to decide. Right. Whatever it is, we are to love them, to bless them, to do good to them, and to pray, to pray for, for them. them. It's like, wow, what, are, what an initial yep. response uh, that we should, we should be taking to that Jesus is teaching us here uh, so that we could be sons of the Father in heaven. For he makes his sun rise on the evil and on the good and sends rain on the just and on the unjust. It all is trust. Yes. Like I trust. trust, I had to grow in, Lord, I trust you no matter what I see, no matter what happens to me, whatever evil comes my way, I trust in you, Mm. that you are the restorer, that that he is the restorer, that he, that justice is his, that I will not be forsaken in this. I will not be, the the ungodly will not, He sees what was taken. Ravage my life and all of that very psalmetic wording. You know what I mean? And our prayer of faith is that he'll return multiple fold of what was taken and what was stolen. And that's that's, that's a walk. It's a walk to get from high defenses, Mm. um, like high defenses, and 
kind of militant in mm. in justice right. in, in ourselves and this right. journey right. to get to the openness mm. and the love of Jesus mm. where there was no fear of lack right. there was no fear of anything right. um, because he trusted completely in his father Amen. so wow that's a walk Amen. and I'm you know <clears throat> thankful that I'm on I'm on it I've taken right. some steps right. thank God I'm I, I'm I might not oh. be where I want to be but thank God I'm not where I used right. to be thank you Jerusalem. and then and then as <laughs> yeah that's good and then as Jesus teaches us sometimes you know we read part of that and we're just like well I'm doing fine like you know I'm loving people whatever then in verse in verse uh, the next verse 46 says for if you love those for yeah. if you love those that's who good. love you what reward do you have do not even the tax collectors do the same if you greet uh, your brethren only, uh, what you do more than others, do not even the tax collectors do so. Therefore, you shall be perfect, just as your Father in heaven is perfect. So I want to say to the kids, like, well, that's yeah. great. You've been sweet and kind all day. But the first opportunity mm -hmm. that someone, like, did wrong against you, you lashed out at them. Right. We go, like, right there. Right. What, is it, what, right. What, what is the praise that you earn from loving people who love you? Right from loving people who can benefit you. Right. You know, it's easy to love lovable people. Right. Really, the measure that we have to rise up to right. is how do we treat our enemy? How yeah. do we treat those who come against us? How right. do we treat those who are unkind to us, yeah. who, who speak about us behind our backs without, yeah. without knowing right. the truth, and without right. caring to know the truth? They don't right. even care to know the truth. And knowing ultimately so, that Jesus is their restorer too. Right. And we need to pray for them that yeah. Jesus restores their life and their heart and their relationship with him. Because so many of those people, not all, but there are Christians who will do this as well. But there are you know, a lot of non-Christians out there that haven't had Jesus like we said in the beginning. When we find Jesus, like how much your life really radically changes uh, and how much comfort you can have in him and how he begins to change how we respond and how we react to things. And this can come full circle by me saying, impossible, impossible. Right. I can't do it. I can't right. do it. Right. But that I get into a posture mm. before the throne of God. Amen. And Amen. bring every trial and every fear and every problem before him and lay down my, I can't do this. Mm. Show me, teach me, lead me, mm. empower me by your Holy Spirit. It comes back full circle to that because this is the only way, the only way to live the red words. I didn't know you were preaching on this particular section because this yeah. is it. Like this is, this, this one part is, um, there's probably more parts than this one, but this one <laughs> right. is really something I, I have had to grow in yeah. and, um, and, and have wrestled with. Yeah, and, it's, I, and I think it's interesting, like this call to uh, holiness, this call to holiness. Look at that last verse there. Therefore, you shall be perfect just as yeah. your Father in heaven is perfect. God is perfect. We are not. We get that. But it's this constant saying, how can I be more like Jesus? How can I be more like the perfect one who walked a perfect life? And <clears throat> give me, Lord, I need more of the Holy Spirit in order to be able to do that. I need more yep. of you to be able to do it. Yeah. So... Uh, so Jesus is the restorer. Yes. Jesus is the restorer. we can restorer. trust in him. We can trust him for everything, anything that's been stolen. He is the restorer. He is the one who brings it back. Are there times where we have to stand up for things? Absolutely. Definitely. Not saying that at all, but what I am saying is we have to remember that Jesus is our restorer. Yeah. And when we stand up for, when we stand up against evil and you're doing it in Christ, there's peace. Yeah. <clears throat> there's peace. There's not yeah. a, if there's not, you're not motivated by fear of lack and fear of loss. Um, you can be you can be a warrior, but you are peaceful. Amen. You go out in peace. Amen. So. Amen. So I'm going to pray for you uh, this morning or this evening if you're watching it in the evening. Uh, I want to pray for you 
And I just really had this sense that God is the restorer. Jesus is the restorer. And he wants to restore some things back to health this morning. Uh, and so he specifically said ankles. So I know he does that. Uh, we had the, the pinky word yeah. uh, a few weeks back. And, and I got a response back that someone's pinky finger, someone's pinky finger was miraculously healed. Uh, and this was through one of these you know, Facebook live sessions or doing it online. Uh, so I just know that God is still the restorer. No matter how we gather, whether it's here, you know, through video or whatever, he is still the restorer. Mm -hmm. He's still the healer. And so if you have pain in your ankle today, I just want you to grab a hold of that ankle if you can reach it. If not, just kind of lay your hand on weakness. your leg or just weakness in your ankle, even like a, uh, almost like a, when you hit it, sometimes it feels like it wants to give out. Right. Uh, that way or any type of pain or discomfort if that's if that's you in any way I just ask you to just put your hands kind of on your leg if you're with somebody else and you're with a family and that's yeah. you just put your hand up and let everybody else who's around you just come lay hands on you uh, because that's been one of the, my biggest issues with this time is not being able to pray for people and, and lay hands on them as the Bible commands us so if anything that's been like what's got me the most riled up <laughs> in righteous indignation uh, so <clears throat> that's one thing I'm, I'm getting fired up about looking I like forward. To that, for that to come back. But I just want to pray for that person or those people who have some pain in their ankle yes. this morning. Heavenly Father, we just Thank come you to you now. We ask you now that your healing power touch these people now in the name of Jesus. Father, I just pray that you are restoring ankles right now as we pray. Yes. By the power of your Holy Spirit, yes. in just becoming inside of their body, stirring up a healing anointing, Father, all over their bodies, Lord. I thank you, Father, that now they even feel it. Father, I thank you now in the name of Jesus that their ankle is loosening where it needs to be loosened, where it's strengthening, where it needs to be strengthened, Lord. I thank you, Lord, that you are doing a restoration work and a power on those ankles, Father. You are restoring them now in Jesus' name. I just thank you for I just feel like it's a left ankle specifically. So, Father, I just ask for that person now who has their hand raised, watching it now or watching it later. Lord, we thank you for the testimony that's coming. You are restoring and you are healing that ankle now in Jesus' name. We thank you for it. And if you have any other need in your life or any other care or concern, he knows your care is concerned. I just ask that you would call it out now. Whatever it is, cast that care to him, and I want to pray for it. Heavenly Father, I just thank you that you are hearing every care that's thank being you, cast, every situation of concern, <clears throat> every relationship, every prodigal son and daughter that's being called yes. out for to thank return you, home. Thank Father, I just thank you, Lord, that you are yeah. restoring relationships. You are restoring bodies. You are restoring jobs. You are restoring things that needed that people didn't even know needed restored you are restoring them now in jesus name i thank you for your restoration power i thank you for anybody who's watching who doesn't know jesus as their ultimate restorer and savior that they will just begin to accept him now as their lord and savior saying i need this jesus i accept him now as my lord and savior i need jesus in my life as they're crying that out you're hearing them and you are transforming their life right now in jesus name and we thank you for it. We praise you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, we are looking forward to that Holy Spirit power coming with even more than we've seen it before. I know we've seen some great moves in our church, but it's just a fraction of what I believe uh, God is going to go do. And so we are really looking forward to all things that God's going to do in this time and then coming out of this time mm -hmm. like a rushing wave of the Holy Spirit just flooding us, our church, this area, uh, and just seeing God do miraculous signs and wonders. My, my, ex, my expector has gone up. My expectation level for miracle signs and wonders is rising Amen. during this time. It's Amen. just like this. You know, it's like we're just getting ready for them. It's like we're all we preparing ourselves. So we're getting ready for an outflow of some pretty yeah. miraculous things. I know I keep my list of miracles, and we had 60 or so pretty amazing things happen in 2019. 
but 2020, I felt like it was going to be more. And so we kind of like, like, wait a second, but it's just getting stirred up. It's getting ready to go. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. Join us Wednesday evening, 6.30. We're talking marriage. Yep. And then Thursday. And then Thursday, outdoor exercise outdoor and exercise. prayer for National Day of Prayers, 12 to 2. Yep. And um, I think that's it. That's it. All right. All right, All right. guys. See you guys. Love you.